you don't like hunting, fishing, cooking in the outdoors, you might want to find another podcast. Hey, everybody, welcome to another edition of Southern Boys Outdoors Podcast here from the Southern Boys Store located at 11318 Highway 190, Hammond, Louisiana. Telephone number 225-209-0945. Y'all make sure y'all stop by, hang out with us here at the Southern Boys Store because you know what we always like to say. You never know what's coming up next here on Southern Boys Outdoors. Hey everybody, Kenya Banks of Southern Boys Outdoors. Uh, we got a few people in the house today. We got Dwayne Mitchell, we got Corey Lobda, Lobdale, how you Lobdale. say Lobio, and we got William Myers. And uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, deer season, me and Dwayne's deer season, and our uh, Dwayne's going to go over some right. stuff at Bear Creek. But uh, we're going to jump right into the podcast, and I got to thank. Corey and William, man, they drove over from Broussard, Louisiana, brought us some supplies for our Kentucky people. You remember the last podcast we talked about supplies needed in Kentucky in farts, knives, spoons, pots, pans, and they jumped in their truck, stopped by the dollar store or Walmart or somewhere and bought a bunch of stuff, some pots and pans and dishes and farts, knives and spoons and brought them over here. And I can't say thank you enough, Corey. So, uh, uh, so what, you know, what inspired you to get up this morning and say, hey, I'm headed to Southern Boys? Well, I've been watching y'all uh, podcasts and stuff, and just about Terrence Boys. Right. Uh, this dev- devastation that's been going on in Kentucky. So just got up this morning and asked my brother-in-law, say, hey, you want to take a ride? He said, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, here well, we are. Here we are, huh? Way to go. <laughs> yeah, well, we appreciate it. Now, our plans are... We're going to collect up some stuff, and we done had a couple of donations, other donations come in today. We're going to collect up some stuff. We're going to load it in the back of a pickup truck, and we're going to get up early one morning. We're going to make the drive to Kentucky, Mayfield, Kentucky. We're going to God's Corner. Miss Paula uh, Hunt Camp, I mean, uh, her camp, Paula Hurt Camp, has been on that corner since day two of the tornadoes and been handing out supplies, handing out food, handing out whatever she can collect. And while I was talking to her, she said, we need what I said. What's your biggest need? What is people asking for right now? And she said, farts, knives, spoons, mm-hmm. pots, pans, dishes. Uh, there's mm-hmm. 30, 40 people living in the same house, crammed in the house, and uh, that's what they're looking for. So that's what we're going to bring them. That's right. I mean, whatever they need, try yep. to get it there. Get it there. Mm-hmm. And uh, Corey, you know, so you was telling me you and your brother in law have a business yes, uh, we together. Do. What, what's the name of y'all's business, and how can people get about go about getting in touch with y'all? Or, Reaching out to y'all. Uh, the business is CGL, Quality Restorations. Uh, we build fences. We pressure wash. We do floors. Install doors. Uh, you get to my website. You go to CGL, Quality Restorations, or Google. Right. See our website. Yeah, and then uh, telephone number? 337-852-4059. Yeah. All right, y'all. We really, really appreciate it, and thank y'all for y'all's donations and everything. And uh, y'all hang here on the podcast, listen to us. Me and Dwayne's fixing to jump into deer season now. So Broussard, that's in the Lafayette area, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, right. La- Lafayette area. That's right. Yep. So uh, uh, we're ready to jump into the deer season that's right. and see what we've done. So, right, so I guess we started out in Louisiana. I didn't kill anything in Louisiana this year. I didn't either. 
couple hogs. I mean, I killed some hogs. If you want to judge Louisiana deer season by me and you, it wasn't good. Was wasn't, it wasn't good at all. <laughs> but, I mean, I, but, I, I killed some hogs, yeah. and I killed two eight points in Missouri. I killed a nine in Missouri. So my, my freezer is full. So, I mean, it wasn't a bad year. But I just had one of those years that I didn't hunt as much as I wanted to. Um, here busy at the store. Uh, the last weekend to hunt, I ended up going to Kentucky and helping feed and everything. So yeah. I didn't really close out the year. I think I've made maybe about 12 hunts in Louisiana total this year. I can't say that. I hunted hard. <laughs> I mean, I hunted, I hunted a lot. And, but look, it depends on what, what do you call a successful season? You know, I saw a lot of deer. Right. I saw a lot of small young bucks. And I'm really excited about it, to be honest with you. I right. mean, I, I had a couple of a couple of bucks that would met our program that, that uh, I let walk. But they were right there. You know, you could tell they were, were young. Right. And they had a lot of potential. And, you know, you hear this old saying a lot of times. People say, man, you can't let that walk. So the next guy down there will uh, uh, be shooting him. You know what? Right. In this instance, I can say that they're still out there because I had their pictures last night. They started showing up because my spy points yep. was clicking out pictures like at nine o'clock this morning. Today, yeah, today, too, huh? the day after season, these suckers. I got, I got. Uh, we hunt basically five stands. Three of the five stands had daylight pictures on them at nine o'clock this morning. Like they, like somebody sent out a thing and said, "All right, deer season's over with. That's Y'all right. Free to yeah. move in the daytime. Come on, come on, get it. <laughs> yeah, get out. Feed it. The, the, yeah, the the the. Food is served. Yeah, you know? food is served. You Come ain't got to worry about getting shot. That's Get on right. out there and eat. But uh, anyway, I call a successful season is when you put meat in the freezer. Yeah. It don't matter the size of the deer or whatever. I, that's what how I judge successful season. The two bucks I killed in Missouri wasn't the biggest bucks I ever killed in my life. Wasn't the smallest bucks I ever killed in my life. But, man, I mixed that. I got old Fred Hess and them to mix it up with some pork. But – and mm-hmm. I got my I got my freezer pretty much filled, but not just the deer that you and I killed. I mean, Missouri was I mean it was successful. Oh yeah, well, I mean we had uh, what ninety percent kill. Yeah, for the, for the gun, gun, pretty much. No, well ninety percent. Uh, I mean, uh, for gun was a hundred percent. Everybody that gun hunted up well, there with us killed a deer. Well, the one guy. Uh, which one was that? We have one uh, guy that didn't. One guy from Georgia. They they didn't. They miss, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Mac and the, Mac and his yeah. son. One guy. But yeah, they had opportunity. Yeah, they had plenty of opportunity, but they they had Mac yeah. did miss, and uh, but he was also being really really picky too. He yeah, he yeah, could have right. shot some. That's right. Really nice bucks. So yeah, we did have. So we went about ninety yeah. percent on that, and I think on bow, I think we went about. About forty percent on bow. Well, anytime you get close to fifty percent on bow hunters, that's that's good hunting. Yep, kill ratio forty percent. So, so I, I would think anyway. Yeah, because and not only that though, I think we were we were about ninety percent on shoot with a bow, because just about everybody except for Ricky Bayham shot and missed a deer. Yeah, I think Ricky was the only one that that didn't shoot yeah. at a deer. I was messaging Ricky back and forth from from here. I wasn't there both season, but yeah, I was I was uh, dropping him some pins and giving him some spots <laughs> to go check out stuff. Right, and uh, yeah, but 
he saw some deer, but he just didn't have one in range right. to shoot. But, uh, hey, Missouri so, was good. I, I got to say Missouri was good. I, I uh, actually passed on, like, maybe three bucks. The buck I killed, I had passed on him, uh, like, three days before. Right. And uh, I seen this real nice 10-point, and uh, just uh, – Hunted him for about three days and kind of got impatient. Right. Shot the one I shot. He like like you said before, it wasn't the biggest deer I ever killed, but I was happy with him. Uh, went and got Robbie, put him on the stand. Next morning, he killed a big ten point. Yeah, he killed the one that you was hunting. Yeah, he killed a big Next ten morning. point. So, but you know those deer from Missouri are so good because all they eat is soybeans and corn. That's right. I mean, you know, I mean the meat is just like a different level. It's almost like eating beef. Yeah, because our deer down here, they mostly eat briars and, and pine trees, pine sap, yeah. <laughs> or pine cones, or whatever you want to call it, well, you know. They get sweet treat in the fall. Yeah, they get sweet treat and corn in the fall. But, uh, no, the deer meat up there is really, really good. It's really, really different. It is. Really, really good. And uh, anytime that you can bag one of those big old bucks up there, because most of them 200 pounds. I don't think we killed a buck under 200 pounds up there this year. No, they was all... All really nice. Yeah. Wrapped in fat. I mean, uh, the meat, like you said, the meat is like a premium. I guess it's, it's, it's what you would call, uh, what's that What's that uh, cow that everybody's going crazy the about? The Wagyu. The Wagyu. It's the Wagyu. Yeah, it's the Wagyu of deer meat. That's what it is. <laughs> the right. Wagyu of deer meat. Right. All right, well, shifting gears, Dwayne and them, he's got a – Report from Bear Creek Hunting Club. Y'all in Bear Creek, That's right. they went under a little bit different uh, management plan this year. Y'all made some changes. We too. did. And uh, so what was some of the changes? Now, any of y'all out there, if you involved in a hunting club and you talking about uh, putting in uh, a management program to help your bucks grow and help your uh, uh, hunting club kill nicer bucks, but yet still put meat in the freezer. Dwayne and them's got an awesome program at Bear Creek. So he's going to explain some of that to us. Yeah, I think, I think so. Look, before, like last year and a year before, we've been shooting somewhere between 100 and 115 deer a year. All right, that, that got cut back to like 73 this year. So Right. But here's the, here's the difference. The difference was we had always allowed uh, each membership a spike. And the reason for the spike was in case they would shoot a doe and it'd be late in the evening and it would have those little, you know, two, three inch spikes. Right. They wouldn't be penalized for it. Well, oops, oops rule. Yeah. Oops, it's, it's, it's like up. a mulligan, you know? Yeah. Well, folks started kind of intentionally shooting spikes, taking advantage. Yeah. Oops. So, yeah. So last year we killed like 34 spikes. Something like that. Right. If you'd add that number to what we got this year, you back up, you know, right there, over, a little over 100. We're right. right on track of what we normally kill. But so but you got those spikes that's going to turn into farkets. We got, we got those, 30, those 30 spikes that are going to be bigger bucks next year. And with our new program in, in place, ideally we're going to get them to three and four years old before they become a legal buck. So what is what what is the criteria of y'all's hunting club for the shooter buck? What's he got to meet? We have four criteria: four points on one side, a twelve inches inside, a fourteen inch main beam, 
and 160 pounds whole body weight. Of those four criteria, he has to meet any two of the four. So if he's a 170 pound, uh, seven point with four on one side, he's he's, he's legal. He's legal. That's right. He can be a 15 inch, 170 pound spike, and we've killed that deer before. Right, and that's a legal deer. Legal deer. So right. the idea is every buck on the place at some point will be fall in the program. If he's four years old, he should make the program. Right. And uh, so how many bucks, uh, how many bucks did y'all kill? And what was the biggest buck y'all killed this year? We killed a 10 point, uh, probably, uh, 130 inches. I didn't measure him, but I'm going to say he was 130 inch, 10 point. That was probably the biggest one killed this year. Right. Uh, we had several of them on camera that were really nice that, that we didn't get opportunities at. Some of them were missed. Right. Uh, people got buck fever, what have you. Like you? No. no <laughs> I didn't get buck fever. I just I just flat out uh, kind of weird Yeah. what happened to me. I, I, was, I was shooting. Uh, I put him on a spot, y'all. About 300 yards, and uh, I was actually sitting there filming turkeys. Yeah. And uh, the deer walks out, and I get – you know, the phone's all up in the way and all this kind of stuff. And by the time I get on him, he's kind of leaving out and he turns into me just as I shoot. And anyway, wound up getting a bad shot on him, but he's still alive, folks. I mean, right. I shot, he through, still is. I shot through and through this deer and, uh, he, we went missing for about two weeks. I figured sure he was dead, but then he showed up and he's been on, on the feeders for, this was two weeks before Christmas. Right. He, the whole month of January, he was just antagonizing me. You know, he just walk around and say, here I am, you know. I'd be on one stand, he'd be on the other. That right. That thing, you know. That's the thing about these, these cellular cameras. They're really good in, uh, in, in management purposes, you know. Right. But when you're sitting on one stand and that deer is on the other, it really makes you mad. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Right. <laughs> and also that might be too many spots to hunt. Well, you know, you got to have options, man. Right. You, know, you got to give yourself options. You know, so you, but that's true. Um, well, how many uh, does did y'all kill at Bear Creek? This all right. Uh, as far as does go, we killed 46 does. My goal was 50. I really wanted to take 50, but we got 46, and that's pretty close. I mean. And did y'all have anybody that shot a buck that didn't make the quartier? And how yeah, many of those did y'all kill? We had eight of them. Eight of them? Yeah. And what's the fine at Bear Creek if you shoot a, a buck that don't meet the it's standards? $200 fine and seven-day suspension. Dang. That's pretty steep. Yeah, well. They got to make, make sure. it. I mean, $200, I mean, we've had $200 fine and people walking around with $200 in their pocket just waiting to shoot. So, so you added the seven-day suspension. When you added the seven days, then they kind of like, well, wait a minute. I, I don't. I got vacation. I don't want to. I don't want to mess it up. <laughs> I don't want to mess it up, you know. But you know, a lot of people you'll see them. They'll they'll shoot a spike, or and then uh, they didn't they'll shoot that spike at, at with their bow at ten yards and whatever, mm-hmm. or a small buck, and then they say, "Oh, I did. I thought it was a doe." No. <laughs> you know, and they got they got a deer at twenty yards. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, I've like, I've seen that. You know, and and it makes you wonder. Oh well, maybe. 
Maybe they had buck acre, but you know, they're just nervous. I don't know. Or maybe it was running by. Yeah. <laughs> Might have been. <laughs> but anyway, mm-hmm. what what are some of the plans? I know you you pumped up about turkey season at Bear Creek this oh, year. Oh my God. I have seen more turkeys this fall. This 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 is look, y'all, uh I, I this spring's gonna be it's gonna be good. Maybe me and you can uh not have a repeat, but we'll maybe me and we'll you can get it done this, this year. year. See if we, we can get, seal the deal we'll on, get one on, on, on camera. On yeah. yeah, that's right. This year. But uh yeah. anything else, Dwayne, that you can think of that's coming up or whatever at Bear Creek or I know we just done the football board. So yeah. uh, yeah, that's for our youth hunt. And uh, raised and that board, that football board will raise about two thousand dollars goes to the to the youth hunt the y'all youth do hunt. every year. Yep, that's right. And uh we plan to get back on track with our with our youth hunt uh, this year. We had to uh, we limited it to just uh, kind of like camp kids, you know. Right. And uh, we still had a good time. We didn't have all the door prizes and all the stuff that we normally do. We didn't have all the events because the campground was just in such a bad disarray. Ida, Ida just wiped us out, man. We had trees and big old uh, stump root balls, right. Well, I mean, everywhere. a hurricane, the eye of Hurricane Ida went come right over Bear Creek Hunting Club, yeah, it did. period, and just done a tremendous amount of damage. But did you see, even though it did go over y'all, did y'all still see the fawns? The, yeah. yeah. yeah still seen a lot of fawns, a lot of young deer. We saw a lot of fawns, saw a lot of young deer, a lot of yearlings. Uh, I really, in, in the turkeys, I thought it was going to be a really bad impact on turkeys. Honestly, I haven't seen any negative, you know, as far as population-wise. Right. The only negative I saw was, like, um, I have some stands that were in oak bottoms and stuff where it was almost guaranteed a rack buck every year. I mean, sometimes two or three. Right. Well, there's so many trees down and so many tops that the deer just didn't use them. Right. You know, so it changed their patterns. And I think that's a, one of the big reasons I didn't kill a deer myself. Right. But that's a good excuse. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> but it's true. Uh, it, our oak bottom, what oak bottoms we had left are just gone. I mean, right. it's just, they're all down. Uh, we had so much rain before the hurricane even got here. Right. And then, you know, so it changed the patterns and changed all this. But as far as population-wise, I don't think it affected them that much. Right. So uh, what? anything new, like if somebody wanted to join Bear Creek, and I know that you say with this great management program y'all got in place that, that you got people that are waiting in line to get in. I do. I, I get uh, messages on a daily basis. I had a guy message me from Florida. Come on, wanting to, wanting to get on the list. I think uh, it's crazy. You know? Yeah. Well, that's when you got a good program in place, mm-hmm. and you and you killing nice bucks, and you killing, you know, people are able to to take them a doe, put meat in the freezer, and then it's only going to get better. Next year should be even a better year, and then yeah. probably about with these changes made into the to it, maybe in about two years, I join it since y'all, I let y'all get all yeah. the, <laughs> get all the aches and pains out of the way. From yeah, here that's right, it. that's right. But uh, you know what, you know what, people look at more so than than our deer kill and all. I think they look at those, a lot of the pictures we post of the families of the women. Right. We got women that's killing deer. Right. We got, uh, you know, kids, kids, right. Uh, 
I mean, and it's a family is the point of emphasis at Bear Creek. Right. Yeah. You know, in so many, uh, not so many nowadays, but used to, women wasn't allowed to go to the deer camp. Yeah, I, I, I remember those days. Yeah, I remember the days. Mm-hmm. You know, women wasn't allowed to go to the deer camp. And there's still a few hunting clubs like that. Like, if you have a daughter, she can't go hunting with you. Now, if you have a son, you can bring your son, but you can't bring your daughter. Yeah. And I think that's crazy. But It is. That's from the old days, how they did it. And, and some of those clubs out there are still like that. But Bear Creek is wide open. And for family, That's encouraging right. families to come out there together, husband, wife, kids, and come enjoy yeah. the outdoors. Not only do we allow it, that's what we target. We target families that hunt. Right. And uh, it's worked out well for us. We're at the point now that we actually, uh, on our membership, immediate family always goes to the f- top of the list. Right. Like sons or son-in-laws or something to become eligible to become members. Right. They're at the top of the list. So. At the end of the day, we we normally we may not take in two or three outside members right each year, you know. And you're talking about ninety five members, you know. It, it the the dropout is really low, and right. then we always have kids or son in laws or somebody wanting to get in. So, well, especially like if a kid hunted there, you know, grew up hunting there, exactly. You know, twelve years old, thir- killed his first deer there when he. Then all of a sudden, when he turns eighteen, he's he's got to buy a membership, and I think he's should be first in line to get that membership. That's that's the way we set it up, right? That's awesome stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, anything else, Dwayne? Nothing. Just like I said, looking forward to turkey season. Uh, looking forward to uh, getting on some of these hogs. Oh yeah, we got to get on. The yeah, hogs. we're getting on some of the hogs now that all these deer hunting out of the way. Uh, we'll be able to. Uh, We'll be able to bait up some hogs and get them patterned. That's it's right. hard to pattern them in deer season when everybody's got feed out. That's right. So but we're going to get on them hogs here shortly. That's right. We might do another podcast on hog hunting. That's right. Corey, you got anything? That's good. Hey, man, we appreciate y'all bringing the supplies. We're going to make a run to Mayfield here maybe one day next week and uh, uh, bring up whatever we can bring up, whatever anybody donates. Right. So, All right, guys, that's a wrap here on Southern Boys Outdoors. Thank y'all so much for uh, tuning in. Hope y'all enjoy our podcast and come see us at the Southern Boy Store.